the Rangers got some terrible news about their ace, but it didn't stop them one bit from absolutely demolishing the Toronto Blue Jays once again. We're talking about what comes next for the Rangers and this absolutely dominant win in Toronto. All that and more on this episode of Locked on Rangers. Let's get into it. You are Locked on Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, a cripplingly addicted Texas Rangers fan since 2010, the founder and host for all five seasons of this Locked On Rangers podcast. Thank you all so much for making Locked On Rangers your first listen every single day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. You can follow the show at Locked On Rangers. Subscribe on YouTube, where the best way you can help grow the show is to comment nearly any single thing below. Today is Thursday, September 14th. Your Rangers are 81 and 64, holding that second wild card spot and just one game back of those stinking Houston Astros in the AO West. Yeah, they are holding the second wild card. They have won the season series. They have won both series they have played against the Toronto Blue Jays, and they have a chance to straight up mop the Blue Jays. But the most important news of the day is that the Rangers have 81 wins. Do you know what that means? If you're doing that math correctly, the Rangers can't lose. They can't finish with a losing record. They've done it. They've done it. They will finish at worst 500. At worst 500. 17 more games, and the Rangers cannot have a losing record for the first time since 2016 oh just take a second and enjoy that take take a moment just let that let that simmer in the old crock pot for a hot minute because it is a glorious day there were some people who were thinking this is still gonna be a 90 lost team at the beginning of this year i, I never thought i never thought there was gonna be a 90 lost team i thought people who were projecting that were absolute fools absolute morons who should feel bad about themselves as people and you know what they should I was right in that, and those people are feeling really dumb and bad because this Rangers team is on a five-game winning streak. They got some terrible news about Max Scherzer being done for the year just before this game, but hey, it did not stop them from coming out and putting a hurtin' on the Blue Jays north of the border. This this offense is not just back. It is better, to steal a quote from the Dallas great Shikari Richardson. I'm not back I'm better. This offense is better because when this Rangers offense was clicking at the beginning of the year in in May, when they were just absolutely putting a hurting on just about everybody, when they were putting a hurting in the early parts of June, I mean, Mitch Garver wasn't doing this. Robbie Grossman wasn't doing this. I mean, Nathaniel Lowe wasn't doing this. And those were the three big culprits in this one, the three guys who hit homers in this one. Nathaniel Lowe, a three-run bomb off of Yusei Kikuchi that gave the Rangers a 4 nothing lead. Then Robbie Grossman comes in with his 10th home run of the season. Homers in back-to-back games. And not just a homer, an absolute freaking moonshot, a bat-dropping home run moonshot by Robert Edward Grossman. This is this is me eating my full meal of crow. Ro- Robbie Grossman, the slander's done. This is the greatest left fielder the Rangers have ever had. His OPS for the season is now up to 743 the last seven games. The man has been a god, hitting 316 and on base of 481, slugging 684. And it's not just the last seven games. It's not just the last 15. In the last 30, he's got an on base of 426, slugging 512 in that span. Like, take a bow, Robbie Grossman. It was it was Dave Raymond who said this on the broadcast. I believe it was in yesterday's game. Maybe it was it was in the last within the last couple games. 
And he was talking about Robbie Grossman specifically because he's been on a hot streak and the Rangers just needed some outfield production in the stead of Adolis Garcia. And one of the things that he said was, it doesn't matter what you did before. All that matters right now is down the stretch. Who's hot right now? Who can help this team win games right now? Because that is all there is. All that matters is what's left. And Robbie Grossman was a big bag of mid for a big chunk of the season. But if Robbie Grossman comes through, keeps coming through like this, his season will be remembered for that. For that only because Robbie Grossman is helping this team when he is deepening the lineup and three-hole hitter Robbie Grossman you know what against the lefty just fine by me a multi-hit game for him reached base four times in this one two RBIs two runs scored I mean just the bat dropped just beautiful perfect execution perfect game no notes and the rangers needed this bounce back in such a big way getting that three-run homer by nathaniel Lowe, who also by the way was dropped from the three-hole because this is i think what's going to happen a lot against lefties but nathaniel Lowe can hit lefties the rays didn't think that he could the rangers know that he can but they know that <laughs> that elite right offensive right fielder robbie grossman is going to do a little bit more damage mitch garver is going to continue to do damage Corey seager going to continue to dance. The, the, the Rangers scored 10 runs and they got zero RBIs from Marcus Simeon or Corey Seager. They had a combined two hits and one walk. Just, just okay, pretty good day. But the fact that the rest of this lineup can destroy you and did destroy Toronto. Like this is a dismantling. I mean, going into this series, the Rangers had absolutely like negative momentum. I mean, they did take they did enter on a two-game winning streak, but those are two games against the A's, the red-hot A's, who unfortunately couldn't finish off the sweep of those lowly Houston Astros in Houston. That would have been... I think I, I don't think I ever would have stopped laughing. No matter what happened for the rest of the season, I don't think I ever would have stopped laughing that the Houston Astros got swept by the A's at home. They still lost that series, and that's still absolutely hilarious. Um, and unfortunately, the Seattle Mariners were able to pull out their series and get a series win against the Angels in Seattle. Um, re- really unfortunate that they... Uh, were able to do that and the Rangers weren't able to gain ground on them as well because the Rangers hold that second wild card and right now if the playoffs started tomorrow the Rangers will be playing the Tampa Bay Rays which is not not exactly a matchup that I would love but the way this team's swinging the bat right now the way this team's pitching the way this team is doing everything I mean heck put them up against anybody they're I believe eight games back for the first wild card so that series would be in Tampa Bay um actually I think all it, it goes one 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 in the three game series I can't remember exactly how it works out because it's been what this is year two of that format um but but still I mean it doesn't really matter what obstacles the Rangers face who's out of the lineup who's hurt who's done for the year what all-star what hall of famer what Cy Young winner is going on the shelf now it does not matter because this team is just so incredibly mentally tough to go into this game knowing that Max Scherzer was done for the year. Maybe they knew a little bit earlier they had some time to process themselves, process the information themselves, uh, and then come out swinging in a big, big way and come out dealing like Jordan Montgomery did. did. I mean, this is going to be one of those turning point games where if this team does win the AOS or if they do make the playoffs and they do go on a deep run, this, this is one of the games where you point to this team and say, this is a tough team. This is a team of guys with great heads on their shoulders to be able to come out and put up a performance like this on a day like this 
It reminds me of the Nathan Eovaldi complete game shutout the day they found out that Jacob deGrom was first going on the IL. Like, that, this is one of those games. And that, that game was the turning point. That team needed a win in the worst possible way. I mean, they had won the game before, but they were riding their season-long losing streak at that point coming in, having been swept in a bunch of one-run games against Cincinnati, and then losing the first game against the Yankees. And then they win the next game, but they get the news about the Grom, and it's like, oh, geez, here here we go again. This season was promising, but it was a fun first month, and, and that's it. But no, that team went on a streak, and this is a team that is in the middle of a streak, and things are looking very much up for the Texas Rangers. We're going to talk about the Max Scherzer injury, what it means, and what is happening next for this team, as well as Jordan Montgomery's massive, massive outing tonight. But first, let's word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home a winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com motors. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shout out to the Everydayers for making Lockdown Rangers your first listen every single day. On tomorrow's show, we'll be wrapping up this final game of the series. Nathan Eovaldi's important start and maybe a mop of the Toronto Blue Jays. The Rangers take on Toronto this week and catch every pitch with the hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Ranger. For those of you who don't know what a mop is, shout out to the Cespedes Family Barbacast Boys podcast. Um, A mop is a four-game sweep. It is more than a sweep. It is a mop. They have a opportunity and could come away with all four games in Toronto, which, if you might recall, I did say was a possibility of this team heading into the series. I'm like, this this is the kind of streak that this Rangers team could, you know, could continue because things seem to be finally, I mean, all of the all of the things that have been broken wrong against this team the last three, four weeks. I mean, last month and a half, basically since the Josh Young injury, since so many other injuries too. I mean, this team has suffered so many injuries, and this latest one is just so incredibly deflating. I talk, I kind of joked about it on yesterday's show with Sully of, oh, well, I, my first thought was, oh no, Max Scherzer is going to be done for the year. Ha ha ha. Uh, what a what a silly joke. But surely, surely it's not going to be done for the year, right? Surely the Rangers can't get that much worse injury luck. Wrong. Wrong, Bryce. The injury luck can always get worse. No, nothing good ever happens to pitchers. Just nothing good has ever happened to a single pitcher ever. You can't you can't prove me wrong. That is just significant fact. But Max Scherzer is done for the regular season with a low-grade strain of his right terrace major muscle. Now, the good news, the only you know sliver of <laughs> equivalent of good news in this crap sandwich of a situation is that no surgery is required, so he is expected to make a full recovery. Should be healthy for next year, but again, who, who freaking knows? Maybe he's just going to like fall into a, a wormhole and get shot into another dimension tomorrow because that's 
the kind of injury luck the Rangers have. I did have a slight scare at the beginning of this game when the Rangers tweeted out a different lineup just moments before, just a few minutes before the game or an hour and a half, whatever, later after the first lineup was was out there. There was no Leody Tavares in the lineup. I believe he was dealing with a hand injury. I haven't seen anything definite on that. But Evan Carter started against Lefty for the first time. And uh, it didn't go super well. Struck out and popped out. But still ended up with a multi-hit day. An RBI and a run scored for the young Evan Carter. Playing center field for the first time in his big league career. Good for him. Someone go check on Leody Tavares. Make sure his leg hasn't fallen off. He hasn't been you know captured by a a gaggle of hyenas because that's just the kind of injury luck the Rangers have had. Texas had six all-stars this year. Five of them have spent significant time on the injured list. That does not include the two-time Cy Young winner in Jacob deGrom, aka best pitcher on the planet when healthy, or Max Scherzer, the future Hall of Famer, guy who was pitching like an all-star caliber player, the three-time Cy Young winner, who is now done for the year. Those guys combined for, what, I think 11 starts? I made this joke on Twitter that, you know, what what's the Mets return policy on on aces? Can the Rangers get a loner while theirs are in the shop? I mean, what what is Kode Senga really doing on the 2023 New York Mets for September 14th through the end of the regular season and you know, the duration of the playoffs? He, he's not doing anything. Let him come over. I mean, maybe the Rangers will break him, and then they can send him back when Scherzer gets back healthy. It's it's fine. I feel like that should be legal. Honestly, like they have in soccer leagues, you can loan a player for a season or a certain scheduled amount of time. I think that would be a lot of fun. Just let let the bad players on or the good players on the bad teams go be part of a good team for just for just a little bit, just a little spell. Maybe you could trade some assets there. Trade, make a I don't know a second trade deadline or like a partial trade deadline. I don't know. I just think it's an interesting concept that, that we should maybe consider. Maybe they have bantered it about in the next CBA, whenever that next lockout happens in like five years or whenever the heck it's going to be. But I was personally really, thankfully didn't see a whole lot of the Mets fans that were celebrating Max Scherzer's injury. That is the grossest part of the population. The people who were celebrating anyone's injury, especially a, a Mets fan who is like, huh, see, we told you this guy wasn't actually that good. Those people are the human equivalent of a wet fart, and they provide exactly that much value to society. Like, go be a wet fart somewhere else. You are absolutely a net negative on the earth. Like, just stop doing that. And the people, I saw this one reporter who was just carrying Steve Cohen's weight, just, just so embarrassingly just riding this guy's coattails licking this guy's boots of oh look at how smart mr steve cohen is to trade away this old guy and yeah did you forget that they also paid 35 million dollars please please let us pay you 35 million dollars to take our best pitcher so we can get a prospect who maybe maybe the best version of him is a that's pretty decent everyday regular like maybe with a squint and you know Peruse. I don't want to badmouth Luis and Helicuña because that's Luis and Helicuña because that's that's not what this is about. But it's just about stupid Mets fans being like, <laughs> "See, Degrom actually sucks. He's actually very bad." I'm so glad that my team didn't sign him. I'm so glad that my team is finishing me- another mediocre season. I mean, what have the Mets freaking done since my lifetime? I was born in 1994. They have done absolutely nothing of worth except losing to the Royals in the World Series. Congratulations, that was real fun. How many winning seasons have the Mets put together back to back in a row? Like, enjoy losing out the stretch. Fun. Great. 
love that for you. Love that you get to, you know, big brain selling off these pitchers and acting like they were so smart. See, they actually are very smart to get off of Max Scherzer and uh, Justin Verlander and Jacob Crown. Well, those last, those first two, you signed those old injured, injury prone guys that were volatile to the most expensive annual contract that anyone's ever signed someone to. You do not get to be, oh, we're so smart. No, you signed those big old deals that nobody was going to sign those guys to. You don't get to play like you're the smart brain guy for paying other teams to take your good pitchers in order to get prospects. That is not, you do not get to come out the hero in that. It is just absolutely embarrassing the groveling and, you know, mental gymnastics that these Mets fans are doing to carry water for their oh-so-smart billionaire who got himself into that mess in the first place. Coming up, we're going to look at what this injury means for the Rangers, the importance of of Jordan Montgomery's incredible start, and what the Rangers are going to do with that spot in the rotation. But first, this word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment that you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form and one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe or and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Shout out to the Everyday Rangers for making Lockdown Rangers your first listen every single day on Monday show. We'll be breaking down this big weekend series in Cleveland. The Rangers take on the Blue Jays just one more time. You can catch every pitch on the hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Rangers. Now, the Rangers, unfortunately, have a spot open in their rotation. And after having made the difficult decision to put Andrew Heaney in the bullpen, the Rangers might just have to take him right back out. But I think... I think the answer of who's going to fill Max Scherzer's spot in the rotation is a different answer than Andrew Heaney, because I really like what he did in relief. I like what Martin Perez has been doing in relief, and you know, part of me thought, maybe it's time for the Martin Perez show to, to come back, and the thing is, you might be screaming, Bryce, you absolute moron, stop loving Martin Perez. Well, first off, I will never stop loving Martin Perez. I will never, ever, ever stop rooting for that guy to figure things out, but I don't know if he is the right lefty to put back into this rotation i think the answer might be something different a little bit of something new and dare i say a homegrown texas rangers young pitcher i think the answer is cody bradford i think their answer has been staring us right in the freaking face i think cody bradford might have been owed a spot in this rotation a while ago might have been able to come up in a big way and the thing is it's not that many games that are left there are really not that many starts that are left. So you've got five pitchers in a starting rotation, and he, 
he's not whoever's in this starting role is not going to be starting games in the postseason. Your your rotation will go down to four guys, four guys, and you have your four. You know who they are, and they are pretty good, including Jordan Montgomery, who seven shutout innings, just one walk, four hits, just magnificent, magnificent. Jordan Montgomery, I am so impressed with him. He might. He might just be my game one starter at this point. But I think Cody Bradford is the answer right now for who's going to be your number five starter. I mean, Andrew Heaney's had his time. Again, we've, like we've talked about, I love guys who will go pretty deep into games, who will be able to throw you 100 pitches, be competitive, not get just absolutely bombshelled. Martin Perez had quite a few games of him getting bombshelled. And Cody Bradford, even though he doesn't throw 95 or really 93 even all that often, he has been very good very, very good, and no matter where the Rangers have asked him to come in, whether it's long relief, whether it's starting, I mean, I have just been so impressed with this kid, and he might be the answer of the first, you know, starting pitcher, decent, viable starting pitcher the Rangers have homegrown in the hottest of minutes. Like, I have given up my hope on Cole Wynn. I am slowly giving up hope, sadly, on Owen White. I think maybe he'll be fine. It just, I need, I don't want to see him again this year. Like, I'm just I don't. I don't want to see it. Um, maybe it'll be Zach Kent. I don't think. Although he's. I don't think he's coming up. You know, this year because I think the Rangers are keeping him as a starter, so that maybe he can be in the starting rotation next year. Uh, which that would be fun. I think that's definitely a possibility. The Rangers want to keep him as a starter as long as possible, and I think that's the reason why he hasn't been up and helping in this bullpen right this very second. But I think Cody Bradford can do it for four starts. Can he do it for thirty-two starts? I don't know. Maybe the Rangers will give him a chance next year to prove that. Maybe they'll sign a whole bunch of other starting pitchers like they did this year. But there's a lot of complaints about the Rangers rotation being you know, filled with these old, fragile guys. They're, oh, what do you expect for them to break down? Of course, Jacob DeGrom broke down. Of course, Max Scherzer broke down. Well, the Rangers went to Costco when they were getting their starting rotation because they bought in bulk. Sorry, I'm supposed to give away no free ads, but that is just... It was too perfect uh, a metaphor. But the Rangers went and bought a lot of starting pitchers. And even when they were at the deadline, you know, doing their their extra Christmas shopping, they they still went and bought in bulk. And they got two starting pitchers when their rotation was faltering. And the rest of the rotation kind of, you know, fixed itself, aligned itself. Even with the Nathan Eve, all the injury, we'll see what he looks like in this start on Thursday. His importance to this rotation is um, increasingly big. Like, increasingly, the Rangers just need him to get back to Nathan Eovaldi of May uh, and June as well, really. They just, they really desperately need him, especially with the Scherzer injury. Like, they just need somebody bona fide, bad A, number one guy who can come in and shut anybody down. Jordan Montgomery has had some moments where he's been like that. He's had some up and down moments, but he really needed this good, especially after getting beaten by the A's which imagine if you lost a series to the Oakland A's. Imagine that series at home. Imagine if that was while you're trying to fight off two rabid hungry teams who have not won an AOS title since 19 or not. Well, I don't remember the last time the Seattle Mariners won the AOS. Maybe that was 2001. But the Rangers haven't won it since 2016. So two teams who are just ravenous for an AOS title and, and you let the Oakland A's into your home and you lose two in a row with, uh, 
two aces on the mound. Like, that'd be so embarrassing if the Rangers did that. But they didn't. They just lost one, and it was Jordan Montgomery's start. And it was another rough start in a row for Jordan Montgomery, who had some fantastic starts in his first couple with the Rangers, where the offense let him down. Well, the offense didn't let him down in this one. They dropped a 10 spot on Yusei Kikuchi, who was riding high. They dropped six runs. Well, I guess they only dropped six runs on him. And then I love, I loved the exclamation mark fu three run homer in the ninth inning of a game this team was already winning seven nothing like that's what this team does when they are at their best they say oh seven runs seven nothing nah not good enough we're gonna add more we're gonna keep on adding more and in that ninth inning Corey Seager even grounded into a double play they just had so many base runners and they just kept getting more and more and more and scoring this team is hitting with runners in scoring position. Four for seven with a couple of three-run bombs with runners in scoring position. Like, that's what this team was doing. They weren't hitting as many three-run bombs. They are just getting, like, I don't know, seven for ten with runners in scoring position. Now, that's not as viable. Four for seven is something you can kind of repeat a little bit more often. But the, the big multi-run homers is just... I freaking love this offense when they are doing this kind of damage. I love Jordan Montgomery coming up huge in this spot in the biggest way. I mean, like I said, this is pretty equivalent of the of the Nathan Eovaldi complete game shutout. And I really love the strategy of if you're going to get some old injury-prone starting pitchers, just get a crap ton of them. Surely they can't all be hurt all at the exact same time. Well, I mean, maybe they can, but John Gray's been healthy for basically all the season. The Rangers have actually gotten some injury luck there. He's at 145 innings so far this season. Andrew Heaney is mostly held up. He hasn't have, have had to have an stint on the IL. Nathan Eovaldi, well, hoping for 180 innings when he was leading Major League Baseball at points in, in May and I think early June. He was still leading Major League Baseball in innings. That felt unsustainable and he was doing it when the Rangers needed it most when their bullpen was at maybe it's worst I don't know if it was worse then or it was worse in the back half of August when they were blowing that many games um but the Rangers needed every inning that Nathan Eovaldi was giving them they needed they need all these innings from Jordan Montgomery they needed what they got from Max Scherzer eight starts 45 innings 53 strikeouts 10.6 uh, K's per nine, and only one homer per nine. All those Mets fans who wouldn't shut up about how, oh, Max Scherzer gives up a bazillion home runs. Well, he didn't. He didn't give up a bunch of home runs with the Rangers. Only in that one start, those three that he gave up to Houston, which they were battering everybody's brains out in in that game. But, I mean, think about the injuries this team has sustained. Think about the amount of stars that have gone down for significant portions of the season. Josh Young, Corey Seager, Jonah Heim, Adolis Garcia, Max Scherzer, Jacob deGrom, Nathan Eovaldi. Like, it's just unfathomable how many injuries this team has sustained. So I don't want to hear any complaints from literally anybody else. If the Rangers win the AL West this year, the fact that they are still in it, take yourself out of the last, before this five-game winning streak, take yourself out of those last two, three weeks, of how horrible in the doldrums they were. The fact that this team is not only still in contention, but a game out of the AL West and in the second wildcard spot and about to win, maybe win four out of four games in Toronto, 
coming off that horrendous kid. Give Bruce Boshi manager of the year right freaking now. Right this second. Do not wait another second. I don't care if this team loses every game from now until the end of the year. Give that award to Bruce Boshi for holding this club together. Like having that kind of perspective on what this team has sustained and fought through and overcome with the depth of this lineup, of the starting rotation, of the bench, of every bat cycling in and, you know, mostly doing their parts and coming up with clutch hits and clutch wins and clutch starting pitching. And um, occasionally the bullpen has done enough to not lose some games, which has been nice. Hey, they did have two shutout innings in this one. So shout out to Martin Perez for his shutout inning and Ian Kennedy for his perfect shutout inning um, of work. They, They did their job today. They did their job during this winning streak of not losing games for the Rangers. They have done enough. And this team is just so incredibly impressive to be where they are right now. Just take a step back, look at the big picture, look at even the like not even the biggest picture, but just like the slightly bigger picture than the right now, right here in front of you, and realize the impressiveness of what this team is doing after facing all of these hardships. If they win the AL West this year, I am never going to shut up about it for the rest of time. I don't care if they get swept in the ALDS. If they win the AL West this year, I will never shut up about it for the rest of time that these bums in around the division let this team with five injured all-stars and two guys with a combined five Cy Youngs pitch, you know, two months, month and a half, 70 innings combined. They let that team win this division. Like, this is going to be one of the more impressive teams that I have seen. No matter how this team ends, I am so proud of this team and what they have done, what they have accomplished, what they have persevered through. And this is, this sounds like I'm just setting them up to be a funeral. This is the team that is in the middle of a hot streak right now while everybody else is faltering around them. No matter what happens to them, they have proven that they can come back time and time again, suffer these injuries, suffer whatever awful serious losses to the Astros and just come back, get back on their feet and start swinging and do some damage to no matter who's in front of them. This is a heck of a season. It has been the wildest of up and downs, but I am so excited about where this team is and where they are going because man, I wouldn't trade competitive September Rangers baseball for just about anything. It has been a very fun and sad, and angry, and hilarious, and insane season of Texas Rangers baseball. Still got quite a few more games to go, and hopefully quite a few in the postseason. That's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all so much for listening and subscribing, and until next time, don't forget to enjoy Texas Rangers baseball.